live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, this is The Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. I'm Ken Coleman. He is George Camel looking snappy today in his best denim jacket. So snappy. Snappy. You, you, haven't, you, <laughs> you haven't been called that in a while, have it's, you? Well, you use proclivity, uh, esteemed colleague. Yeah, yeah. I love the $10 words we pick up you when know, you're hosting. I'm an old soul. I read a lot, and these things just come out. I'm not trying to drop the 50-cent words. And snappy, cent. certainly not. Well, back in the during the Great Depression, when you should have been alive, those words were 50 cents. Now they're $10 with inflation, Ken. <laughs> That's good, George. Thank I like you. that. The Great Depression. <laughs> wow. With that, we are going to do something special every once in a while. Uh, by the way, before we get to this, I do want to say this. Uh, we have a fabulous, and I do mean this. I don't pick this word uh, lightly. A fabulous group of uh, audience members in the lobby today watching the show from all over the world all over the world we've got some canadians that were out there we got people from all across the country and uh, so i want to point out that you can come watch the ramsey show live uh go to our website and figure out the calendar and and uh, hopefully these folks aren't disappointed that dave's not here today they get us uh two of the davets but uh, but uh nonetheless they're a great group of people and uh, so we'd love to have you come join us sometime. Yeah, free cookies and free coffees. Free cookies, and coffees. A mug. Uh, I'm having myself a delicious uh, green tea uh, with a little a dollop of honey in it. So that's that's Now you know Ken's nice. drink order, guys. There you go. Uh, but, but I bring this up because every once in a while we'll take a question from the lobby. And so we've got a question from Lynn, and uh, it's work-related. And so we want to protect the old identity there, and it's sticky, and so she's not on camera. So you're wondering why we aren't showing Lynn, because the, the sensitivity of this, so we're going to help her out. So Lynn, uh, take it away. What is your question? Hey, so I'm really grateful that it's you and not Dave, because you're the guy I was hoping to talk to. Well, <laughs> how about clip that? that? Can now, we clip that, I'm going to frame it in your house. I, I think I'm going to tell my mom. This is exciting. <laughs> Between yesterday and today, we got to see everybody except for Dave, so that's a little sad, but I'm grateful I know, you're here for I know. my question. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. <laughs> so um, I work in healthcare. I've been working in healthcare for about 13 years as mm-hmm. a clinician. Mm-hmm. About three years ago, I moved into a hybrid role where mm-hmm. I still get to be a clinician, and I also am in leadership. Um, and I've always really loved the place I work with or work for, the coworkers I have, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy supervising the about 20 employees that I have. The issue that I'm struggling with is there's about 10 of us in the leadership team and we're not always on the same page. And so it's gotten to be really difficult to kind of do employee relations and kind of work on the culture because we're not always on the same page and we don't agree on handling things the right way in the same way all the time. So my question is, how do I know when it's time to move on to a new place and say like, hey, this is just not the right place for me or when I really should like buckle down and stay right. and work on the culture from within since yeah. I am a leader. Okay. So um, is there a structure, any structure within the 10 leaders or are you all equal? There is. So there's like um, six managers. Okay. And then there are four supervisors, and I'm one of the supervisors. Okay. And so, like, the four of us are the same, and the six of them are the same, okay. and then it goes on. And up. so, this breakdown of mm-hmm. we can't get on the same page. Correct. Has that been taken up, or is it primarily coming from the six above you? Um, we've gone up the ladder with it. It's that 
they really believe in like everybody needs to be a unified front. We all have to have like the same agreed response oh. to everything. So it's hard because until you get agreement from everybody, we don't move yeah, forward. Yeah, it's like a jury every day. It Yes, yes it is. And okay. so it becomes really hard because I might want to handle an employee relation thing a different way than someone else, but then I can't kind of move forward and kind of manage my one of my 20 employees the way they like I might want to relate yeah. to them a little different or whatever, but if yeah. the group doesn't agree, then I don't get to do it. Okay, I will tell you, I think that's bananas. Okay. I think it's bananas. <laughs> okay. I think it is absolutely yeah. uh, mind-numbingly stupid. Okay. And it's created tremendous frustration for not only you, but I'm guessing for others. For others in the leadership team, and I think I yeah. see it because um, I try to be really engaged with my employees, yeah. and I can see that they're dissatisfied. Right. And I think it would be an easy, not an easy change, but there'd be a right. way to change it. But I just don't know if I have the clout from within that. Well, it team doesn't sound like you it. do. Yeah. Uh, probably not. <laughs> and, and so, because you've so to answer your question, yes, sir. Do you leave? Or when do you know it's time to leave? I, I think when you have taken it up the ladder mm -hmm. and you've said, this feels problematic, this is grinding us to a halt every time we have to just lead, we've got to go into a jury room and come out all together. Right. And this is not a jury. Yeah. This is not even Congress. <laughs> this yeah. is a company. Yeah. And I think because you've taken it up the ladder and nothing's going to change, I think you have to ask yourself, can you affect culture that was a secondary part of your question right. or do i try to change culture within well, i don't know how you change culture if you can't address your team true so i would tell you that you've hit your lid it feels like to me okay. on this opportunity it's time to start looking because okay. i don't think it's going to change right and and i think it's only a matter of time if you were to just bite the bullet mm -hmm. and kind of deal with it where you go from frustration to resentment Right. That's what I'm afraid of because like I said I've always loved the company. I yeah. really love my coworkers. I really like the people yeah. I supervise. I don't want to become resentful, but I also, as a leader, I feel like yeah. I have an opportunity and so I don't want to abandon people. Right. But it, yeah, you it can, feels by like the way, it might be By the way, for anybody listening and watching right now, what's maddening about this, George, to me is we have people in a leadership position. It's a group of 10 leaders and yet no one's actually leading. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. By the way, folks, you cannot yeah. lead from consensus. Right. That's I just want that point. to sit for a second. Okay. Yeah. You cannot lead from consensus. That that's not leadership. Leadership by definition is you're out front and you're going, this is where we're going. This is why we're going. This is how we're going. Mm. Who's coming with me? It's the Jerry Maguire moment. And this is this is just bananas to me. So I I hate to tell you this because <laughs> yeah. I know you like the company. Right. But you won't like the company in too much longer. If right. you keep this up, you can't do this. You're not allowed to lead. Right. So you are a leader in title only, and so are the rest of them. So I, I hate to deliver the bad news, George. Yeah, leadership, okay. we say leadership is influence. And right now, you don't have the power to have any influence. Yeah. And that could mean a lack of trust. If you're continually running into this, and you're the sole person on the other side of this, sure. going, hey, I don't think we should do it this way. That might mean you disagree with the values and principles and the way they run things. And that tells me it might be your time because it's going to lead to resentment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd rather you leave before. When Dave yeah. says, when, you're, when your heart leaves, your butt should follow. Yeah. yeah. And if that's you, it's yeah. time. And you seem very sharp. I think you're going to land in a yeah. great place. Yeah. Uh, but you could, you know, you could have one last ditch effort. Say what you said to us, to your direct leader, and say, listen, I'm coming to you privately, not with the group. I want to address this. And if they can't promise any change and they're not making progress, I'm starting to look and elsewhere. I, you can take that shot. I hate to be a naysayer, but it's not going to happen. That Probably kind of not. group think is very opposite of common sense. 
And we live in a day and age, folks, where leadership is needed more than ever, but we have so many freaking leaders that are scared of getting criticized so they don't lead. Massive gap between common sense and groupthink. And this company is groupthink because they're all scared to death to lead. Oh, it's exhausting. Lead. Oh, I need an aspirin. This is The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100 satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45 percent off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. He is George Camel, and we are here for you, 888-825-5225. Okay, special request from the audience. I wrapped up the last segment talking about you cannot lead from consensus, and and gentlemen out there in the lovely green shirt wants me to, to expound on that. I will just give it 20 seconds. What that means is, is that you don't lead based on everybody agreeing with what you decide to do. And so consensus is like, I got to get everybody on board. They got to agree with me before I lead. It doesn't work that way. You can cast vision and say, this is where we got to go. And if you're coming with me, great. If you're not, I get it. Move on. Uh, the, the, the idea of leading from consensus is what a politician does. They check the poll numbers to decide what their next policy is. And so that's what I mean by that statement. And I stand by it. Uh, you will drive yourself mad and you'll never truly lead if you're always looking for consensus. So I hope that makes sense to you, sir. I appreciate the uh, follow-up question. All right, 888-825-5225 is the number to jump in. Let's go to Memphis, Tennessee, where Megan joins us. Megan, how can we help? Hi, guys. Thank you so much for taking my call. You bet. Well, I have a question regarding my job. Um well, and I'll start out. First of all, my husband and I are on baby step two. Okay. Um, we, I've done, well, I say we, but actually I did Financial Peace University, went through all of that, um, and we are working on the baby steps. But my struggle right now is with my job. Okay. I am currently an educator. I teach special education. Mm-hmm. And since 2020, of course, I know everybody's had issues with, with things happening, but that was just really a very, very tough year for mm-hmm. our students, for us, with all of the virtual learning and everything. And I kept saying, oh, after 2020, everything's going to get better. It's going to be great. And it really hasn't. And so I'm struggling a lot with just physical, mental exhaustion, completely overwhelmed with the job just because it's not just teaching mm-hmm. that, that we're doing. We have That's so right. many other things that are on our plate. It's getting harder every year. Um, and 
this is year 16 for me. And I didn't initially start out in education, mm-hmm. but um, kind of went a roundabout way to get there. And I love working with my special needs students, but I'm just tired. Yes. And I don't know what to do. Okay. Tell me what you love most. Forget all the awful stuff. What do you love most about working with your special ed students? I just love the the way that they see things. It's it's a totally different perspective from what typically yes. you know you or I might might see things. Or when they just have that light bulb moment mm-hmm. that something clicks. And mm-hmm. I work with students that are getting ready to age out of education, mm-hmm. and so we work a lot on job skills and Great. different things like that. And that that's like my passion is to work with with those, those young adults and get them life skills, daily living skills. But I just don't know if teaching is the the way I need to go about that. Okay, so, well, I know it's not. So let's go ahead and and based on what you said, I agree wholeheartedly with you. You've got to get out of the public school system, okay? Mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily need to get out of the same type of work. So I would classify your situation as someone who is doing the right thing in the wrong place. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay. So, practically speaking, in Memphis, Tennessee, who, and you don't have to have the answer, but this is the question you have to answer if you can't now, who is helping those those young people, or should I say adults, who would have some of the same needs, have aged out of the public school system, but still need that help with job placement, life skills, and such? Who's helping those people? Well, I think that's a big question in our area because we don't have a lot of that. And do you have it's, some it's of very it? Very difficult. We have some, yes, okay. and and a lot of it is parent led. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had parents that have um, started doing like recreational things with a group of students in the area, mm-hmm. and that's that's wonderful. But, but are there I, organizations, I, whether it be nonprofit or governmental? that, again, are not in the public school environment, are there organizations serving that group of folks? Yes. That's the answer. We, like we start. We, what's that? <laughs> I, I said I feel that that's limited, but there are some organizations. What do you mean by limited? Just the the amount of organizations that are doing it? or Yes. Okay, but yes. Have, you, have you looked at those organizations to see if they're hiring? Not yet. <laughs> That's where that will we be start. That's what I do when I get off the phone. With you. Perfect. No, that's great. Listen, and that's what I'm trying to do. Let's start there. I don't think you need to limit yourself there, but let's start there. Let's kick the tires. What are you making right now as a teacher? About 70,000. Okay. So, you I'll be honest with you, it it might be difficult to find a job making 70,000. Are you in a double income family? Do you need to make 70,000? Um Probably to to keep that debt snowball going, Good. that would be okay. the best. All right, but so now also an educator. Right. So here's where I want to pivot. We start with kicking the tires in the space that you're in, but then let's look. Let's just pull back. And the reason that I asked you the question, Megan, what do you love most about working with those students in the special ed system? Is I wanted you to hear yourself say, "This is the kind of work that lights me up." And there's a level of instruction. Doesn't mean you have to stay in a classroom environment in the public school system, but is there a level of instruction, uh, HR training, uh, working on working and instructing people within the trades, or maybe working for you know? 
you start to go, where can I instruct people who need that extra hand up? And maybe it, and they don't have to be in special needs situations, but maybe it's lower income people who are getting trained in a certain area by a government agency or whatever. You start to just look everywhere you can in Memphis to go, where can I serve people who need that extra help, need that dedication of a, of a teacher, the heart of an instructor? Because I think you love instructing people, uh, mentoring, cheering people on. Do I have that right? You do, yes. All right, then. So where can we make $70,000 or more doing that? That's the question you have to answer. And so you started the phone call, and George would get this a lot. You start the phone call, Megan, where it feels very intimidating. This is a mountain I don't know how to climb. And I hope that I've been able to bring this down to the street level and go, all right, I can look for that. And I think you need to find instruction and encouragement and guiding and guidance in that job. And I think she'll be happy. What do you think? Yeah, Yeah, and I love it. And as you were talking about that, I thought, you know what? Some of the greatest entrepreneurs saw a problem without a solution Mm -hmm. and they just created it. So maybe one day Megan starts her own organization. I agree. In Memphis that provides this. And right now the first step is let me see how other organizations do it. Let me make money. Let me get out of this debt. Use that as fuel for your debt snowball Mm -hmm. to go one day. I want to be debt free so that I can go start that thing. And and Megan, uh, I want to add to what George said. He just said something and that was really insightful. You know, Maybe you just go get a really good $70,000 job and it's not its not the dream job. It's not like super passion and purpose. And I'm the guy that teaches do work that's purposeful. But maybe you go get a really good paying job that gets us through baby step two and then baby step three, Megan. And then you're working on the side. You Maybe you're volunteering for this group of folks so that you're making progress on baby step two, but your heart's still very much alive. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. And George, thank you so much for saying that because I've actually, that kind of confirmed my thoughts about something possibly in retirement that I actually start my own organization that that. has the different areas. So thank you for saying that. You're so welcome. Well, I just said what I think was already in your heart and uh, we need people like you, Megan, in your community. That's right. So thank you for what you do. And yeah, Megan, I I, close this segment out. Uh, Megan's right. I, I, I don't know if, if you've ever volunteered or spent time around some of the folks she's talking about, but they have an unbelievable joy and an unbelievable innocence that I think we all in this day and age could probably use. 100%. So love Megan and the folks that work with our... Uh, I don't like the whole idea of challenged and all that. I just think they're special. They're unique. They're different. They got a whole lot to offer this world. A lot to contribute. And I love that Megan and the folks that work with that group of people do. They are a lighthouse to all of us in some dark days. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining in amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Camel joins me. And we are here for you. 888-825-5225. Taking your money questions, your work questions. Uh, we'll take some relationship questions. I mean, hey, why not? We've You've been, been married for how many years? Uh, 25. 
add my five. 30 years. 30 years. Of, 30 years of doing it wrong. That's what George and I are going to offer you. That's, that's what that's, they want to know, the that's mistakes. That's the expertise that you come for here on the Ramsey Show. All the ladies in the lobby like that. They thought that was well, funny. Well, and Ken, I'm a parenting expert. You are. I've had a baby for six weeks now. By the way, how's your sleep? Not great, if I'm going to be honest. I'm holding it together with an Americano and a prayer today. Okay, all right. It gets better. Thank you. It gets better. Uh, but boy, I'm glad I don't have to worry about bottles and diapers. So many bottles. Yeah. But I got the teenagers, whole different level of stress. So just you young parents, you know, you're going to trade the physical exhaustion for emotional exhaustion. That's what's ahead for you parents of teens. Mm. Hey, Financial Peace University is the fastest way to beat debt and build wealth. It's not my opinion. It's not George's opinion. George, do we have the proof or not? Uh, I mean, 10 million people doing it with success, I feel like is enough proof for me. Not personally. bad. Not bad case study there. I'll take it. Uh, so FPU, that's what we call Financial Peace University, is the most successful personal finance class in the world. It's helped millions of people, as George said, get out of debt and become millionaires and stop worrying about money. Over nine weeks, this class teaches you everything you wish you'd learned about handling money, including budgeting, investing, real estate, and more. And the best part of FPU is the community. Stacy and I have led multiple classes it is a special, special thing to realize I'm not alone in this, going through this with people who have the same goals. And get this, the average FPU graduate is debt-free, George, in two years or less. Impressive. Tell them where to go, George. RamseySolutions.com slash FPU to get started. And if you're thinking, well, I've heard the show, I've read the book, I'm telling you, you go through these nine classes, about nine hours of content with accountability and community, and you stick with it, it changes you. And so if you've been like, hey, I've been listening to you guys for a long time, haven't really done it, take that next step. And if your spouse isn't on the same page, this is the best thing you can do to get them on that same page instead of using Dave as a cuss word in your house. Uh Uh-oh, there you go. All right, let's go to Los Angeles where Liz awaits. Liz, how can we help? Hi, um, my husband and I have three kids. We're totally debt-free, and we have over $100,000 saved in cash. Nice. Probably going to be able to save another $100,000 in the next year. We are currently renting from my in-laws their house um, for a super, super low cost, and they have no intention of raising it in the next, you know, 20 plus years. Is it a good idea if we offer to buy the house off of them? Is the borrower still slave to the lender if they give us a discount on the house? Or I, I just don't know if it's a good idea or not. Well, would they give you a discount? Has this been floated? So we haven't actually got to sit down and talk with them yet, but the idea is that either we would inherit it later on, um, but I really, I don't want to wait that long to just wait to see if we inherit it. Um, and so I'm thinking that we'd be able to at least get some sort of a discount if we were to buy it. Okay. What would the terms be? Have you talked to them about this at all? No. So Not right now we're just renting. No. So but they have no, like, have renting. they even offered, hey, yeah, we, we'd be willing to sell it. Nope, they've just talked about renting it. This is all hypothetical. I, there's a lot of hypotheticals yeah. here, which we can't get too far with that. What do you think what's the, the house market worth? is? Yeah. I think the house is worth probably 700000 Okay. And um, what's this discount that you got in your head the that nobody else discount. knows about? <laughs> <laughs> so with the, with the, they're inheriting their, their parents' house. Um, and so they were basically saying that, like, once this house is either paid off, um, like on their mortgage, that we'd be able to either live in it and only pay them like a tiny bit or get like 
uh, I don't know. My husband is basically like wanting to just rent it forever. And I want to offer to buy it since I feel like we have the money to buy it. Um, well, you haven't I given me like the price. Would... What do you think the discount price is? And by the way, these are your in-laws, I'm guessing, yes? Yes, so my husband's parents. Okay, great. So what is this discount price you have in your head that you'd like your hubs to float up the ladder? Even if it was like $5,000 off or, or even just like the fact that we'd be able to buy it directly would be kind of like getting a discount because in California, I feel like we couldn't buy anywhere else. I don't know why um, you feel so stuck with owner. this house all for a, a less than a 1% discount. $5,000 is... I thought you were going to throw like 100000 at me for starters. Why Why yeah. is this house special to you? Um, I just feel like it's the best deal we're going to get around this area. Let's say it's not a deal. Let's say they sell for market rate. Would you rather go buy another $700,000 house that fits your needs better, that you love more, if you're not renting at a discount no. anymore? We really do love this house. And you're like, one, wanting to we, stay there for a long, long time. Yes. Feels like the hubs wants to rent it until mom and dad pass on and then he then whatever happens happens. Am I am I taking too much liberty with that? No, he wants yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants to invest the money that we're saving on really cheap rent. Um and I, he wants to just I kinda to like that deal myself. They're really? Not, yeah. George, well, you, you a, got issue with that? No, I like that move. There's it's, a few avenues. I eventually want you to become homeowner. So the idea yeah. of we're going to rent for 30 years just to invest, well, I don't Well, you're not going to rent for 30 years. How old are his parents? They're only like 60. So I, I really do think it would be at least a good... 20, Here's my thing. If you, you know, own it, years. you're going to also own the appreciation. So what happens 20 years from now and you're done renting and they go, all right, we'll sell it to you. It's worth a million now. We'll give it to you for nine ninety, And you're like, wow, thank you so much for the Well, discount. this is a fair point. That but, That's also a concern. But I mean, is, does he know if he's getting the house in the will? Is that already established? They're 60. That should probably be figured out by now. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what was discussed. Obviously, like I can't predict what's going to happen in 25 years. Are there um, siblings involved? So no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Si oh, okay, uh, sorry. George, good question. But what I'm saying is, is it already in the will that you and your hubs are getting the house? It would be split between the siblings. Oh, well, then, then that strike feels like everything. a nightmare scenario waiting to happen. Strike everything I just said. I would not rent the house. <laughs> Because what's going to happen was, is they're all going to go. Well, we're going to. We all agree we're going to sell this thing and take our profits and yeah. move on with our life. Yeah. Versus, or you guys are going to have to buy them all out and come up with hundreds of thousands of dollars to do this many, many years from now when the house is appreciated. And George, it feels like this could get sticky too if they offer to buy the house and the siblings are going. Well, wait a second, we that's in the will. Yeah, Liz, I, honest, right? I'm, I answer questions the way I would handle them, and truthfully. I'm going to take this nice low rent and I'm going to save up a giant down yeah. payment and just go find another house. Yep. And if you end up able to buy this house at a great deal, then do it. But I would not put all of my eggs in this basket because there's too many variables and mm -hmm. it's going to get too messy. And the whole idea of like business and family getting mixed already gives me some heartburn. And I'd rather you just be able to own your situation and not have all this weird familial drama involved. So you wouldn't invest the money that we're saving. I mean, invest is a strong word. I go, well, how soon are we going to get a house? If it's three years from now, I don't want to invest that money. If we're talking five years from now, then sure, five to 10 years of uh, time horizon, we can invest this money. 
and see a meaningful return? So like if we were to invest in the next 10 years, let's say, and we just continue with this really low rent. Um, and then I wouldn't rent for 10 years though. Mm-hmm. I would rather get you in a house three years from now when you have the money to do it. When you're financially ready, you got a 15 year fix, 25% of your take home pay in the area you want, the home you love, then just bite the bullet and get the house and pay off the mortgage early and you own your life. And you're not worried about what's going to happen with a will and what the siblings are going to do. That just exhausts me. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, it got a little too complex there and it just doesn't make any sense. And it doesn't sound like we're going to get the deal of a century on this house at a 1% discount. You can go find that. You can go negotiate that right now with a stranger on the block. Oh, God bless her. Or maybe she needs a negotiation class because I, I was shocked she threw the, well, I'm thinking 5000 off. $1, Bob. $1. It's like, let's make a deal, right? Very interesting. Oy, oy, oy. Yikes. All right, folks. George has a little bit of heartburn. I'll break out the Tums during the break, and we'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. George Camel joins me. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. Our scripture of the day comes from Matthew 6, verse 34. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Our quote from Robert Orban. Every day I get up and look through the Forbes list of the richest people in America. If I'm not there, I go to work. All right. Hey. Little intense, Robert. I I didn't know that. If that's is that one of your life goals? No, I don't think I'm ever going to get there, Ken. I'm okay with that, though. I mean, getting up every day and checking out the Forbes list. I mean, exhausting. A recipe for a lot of freight nerves, I think. But I don't know. But nonetheless, there it is. All right, let's go to New York. New York. Max is there. Max, how can we help? Hi. Uh, So I recently invested twenty months ago. And a piece of real estate, I got it for three hundred and eighty-five thousand. It's probably worth it's at, at least half a mil today, but probably like half a mil to five fifty. And the problem is, I'm twenty-five years old, and I've been kind of renting out rooms while living here to friends, and everything's going great. But my co-signer was not a parent or a girlfriend is actually a person that I've worked with at a restaurant. And she recently told me that she would like her name to get off of the loan so that she could start uh, looking for a piece of real estate for herself. And my loan is not assumable. And the only way for me to get her name off is to refinance, which would double my interest rate right now. Oh, where's so, my Tums? Where's the Max, ball? Max, Max. Dude, this is like a Dumb and Dumber sequel. How did you guys get into this mess? So you can't afford the house, and this friend is like, hey, bro, I'll sign for you. Yeah, I'm why good not? for the money. Did you not think about what would happen later on down the line and whether or not they're going to want a piece of this and how they're going to get their name off? So I thought about it and within, cause I'm um, a contractor type. So I thought, okay, um, within two years I'll be able to refinance. And because I only put about 5% down as you do when you're broke and can't afford a house. Yes. And my goal was to work up at least 20% equity, which I'm pretty positive. I have now. Okay. So I, I went, I went in with the, 
mindset of okay, you know, I'll I'll fix this up. I'll get the yeah, and that interest off. rates would stay the same forever. And now, uh oh, yeah. Okay, so your only option here is to refinance to get their name off the loan, and you're saying if I refinance, is going to double my payment. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'll it'll just definitely um, make it higher, and I've you know I've kind of broken even in terms of renting the rooms out. No, you're and, just broke. Um, I mean, the the whole this money making scheme of getting roommates is not panning out. You're about to lose this house. You have can't you, afford it. Yeah, Max, have you run the numbers? Like when you say go up a little bit, it's doubling. Have so you, what is payment, that going to do? Let's to say you? the payment doubles. Your roommates keep paying you the same. You're now underwater, aren't you? If I don't think, I mean, I have one more room that I can rent, and I, I was just about to make passes. And what happens when they don't pay or when it's vacant? Then it's a it's a bad bad move, I know. So, we've got to look at some other solutions here. One of them might be we have to sell this place. Mm-hmm. That was once a dream has now become the nightmare. Yeah. We stepped into it too soon, too early with a friend who co-signed who now wants out of it. And uh, you know, I don't know what's what's the are they still friends with you? I imagine this is the yeah. friendship is not going to last very long. It's you know, it's Surprised? There's no real hard feelings with it. Um, she was just, you know, under the impression that at that two-year mark that I would be, you know, we'd be ready to refinance and get her off. Which I and how many years has it been? I, it's been um, not even two years. It's been twenty months. Okay. And so, what is the payment now, and what would it be if you refinance? So I think the payment now is close to twenty-eight hundred. And the refinance payment, I think, is um, he. I checked about two weeks ago, but it was I imagine between thirty four and thirty six hundred. And that's with current interest rates. I think so. Yeah. And that's on a thirty year. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what are you making right now with the roommates renting? So currently twenty six hundred, and I have another room open. I could easily get seven to eight hundred for. Okay, and you haven't essentially you've you've not been paying much rent at all, or no? Okay, through the major. I mean, when I first got it, it was um, a cosmetic, you know, fixer upper. So a lot of the rooms needed paint. And what was your you know, long term play on this? My long term play was to to buy this house to um, kind of just rent out until I could afford it on my own, and then maybe kind of do the, the Burr method and I rented this out with, you know, either a full family or the people that are still here, I'd be able to do the same thing on another oh piece boy. of... Uh, okay, yeah. first of all, you realize you're in the hostel business now. That's essentially what you're doing. You're running a hostel. And you're about to be... <laughs> you're living in it with all these people. I got another room. Come on. And it's just, this is wackadoodle, I think, for for this. What's your What's your income every month? Um, every month I make about four grand. Okay. So number one, you're going to have to float the difference as we deal with whatever the next few months look like. So you're going to have to start paying uh, a bunch of rent. I'd sell the house, George. You told but him to sell the house. I, I think you need to get out of this thing. I truly don't think you're going to. Anyone who's, if you've kind of like, you've been watching the TikToks about the Burr method and everyone in the real estate business like, dude, this is the way you become a real estate guru. Trust me. Well, this is the reality of it. Yeah, but what? Run the scenario for him real quick, George. Cast well, vision. If he sells it right now with this equity, yeah, what would you get out of this? If you sold it, you gave your, you know, do they get a share? 
with the appreciation? So they actually, they only did this, and it, it, it seems crazy. This was someone that was my boss for a really long time, and she wanted 0%, you know, in it unless I defaulted, and then, then, then we would have to kind of rediscuss, but essentially she didn't want anything. She just did it to help me. Out of the goodness of their heart. Okay, so how much money would you make if you sell it today for the 550? Um, on the loan, I think I owe about three sixty-five. So I would make close to two hundred. And then you'd be I out think. of this mess, and you would actually gotten out to, of this. What with the closing costs and and everything, I'd probably you know that would take another twenty thousand off or so. I'd imagine. Let's so say you walk away I with one seventy-five, and you're out of this mess. And you're not having to worry about having six roommates just to fill the thing and hope one of them doesn't vacate and hope you don't have to evict one and hope you don't have to pay the rent to make up the difference. But right now, the refinancing at the current rates and paying four grand a month and trying to deal with this, it feels like too much of a nightmare for as young as you are and as much success as you could have in the future. Okay. Could you get a cheaper place if you sold it and put 175 down? The thing is, in this uh, neighborhood I'm in, you know, within an hour of um, Manhattan, there's, you know, it's very competitive, and it's it's really difficult. It's New find. York City. And it's always going to be competitive. Max, well, Max yeah. why did you call us? Did you want us to validate what you're doing, or did you are you even open to what we just told you? Well, I I have the thing. I've been um, listening into the show, trying to find a similar situation, and I couldn't really. I guess find one, and I, I figured you guys would tell me to just sell it. But yeah, because you're about to have a four grand mortgage payment, and you make four grand a month. Yeah, that's the scary part. And you're a landlord, you know, running a hostel. You're going to be stressed out of your mind. You've got to get out of jail card here, and we're telling you to take it. But I don't know if you care more about your 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 mental, emotional, and financial health. Or disappointing people on TikTok that you don't even know because they told you to do it. It feels like there's this, like you think we're giving you this unconventional wisdom. You got to choose reality, as my friend Dr. John Deloney would say. And the reality is this was a risky gamble that did not pay off. And it's time to get out while we still have our butt. Speaking of getting out while we still have our butt, this has been a great hour. Thank you, George. Thanks, Thanks, James Childs and the team for keeping us on the air. To you, the audience, this is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Ken. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.